already, Slick. Feeling pretty good over here. We are, um, we're joined, we're three different time zones today. This is really impressive. We just got to get a fourth person in. I know. Do you have anyone in the mountain time zone? I do. I actually <laughs> do have somebody in the mountain time zone that could join us. Yeah. That, that, that's a strange voice that you guys are hearing. We're going to start off right away right now, though, and, and go ahead and introduce everybody because we are Infinite Pulp today. And um, it's a good episode. Before we get into the topic, I want to go through who's all here today. Everybody um, knows me. I'm Max. Hello again. Yeah. Max is here. My name is Aaron. I'm here as well. And then we are joined with one of my special friends. Why don't you introduce yourself? My name is Adam. Adam. Just Adam. <laughs> uh, as as featured, 10 out of 10. As featured in Infinite Pulp episodes two or three, I can't remember. I got a I got a very subtle shout out in one of those episodes. I can't remember um, what the context was now at the at the moment. I I think it was when you and I were driving to. Um, you may have gotten two two shout outs because you may have gotten if it was episode two it would have been the decades episode and if it was episode because I also taught, told a story about you and I going to beer garden in Epcot. Yeah, um, I, I don't. I so want to say maybe heard, three, maybe, uh, but it wasn't that. Yeah. It was something I wasn't mentioned by name. It was just it was something that I knew a story that you told that I knew it was referencing yeah. me. I mean, I think it, I think it might have been the one about the social uh, social media privacy issues. Oh, yeah, probably. Um, Well, awesome. That's not why you're here today, though. I like all of your opinions on social media, but we have you here for a different reason. Um, I'm very excited about today's today's topic, Uh, something that's near to all of our hearts and very uh, apropos to what's uh, happening right now. And so we are uh, going to talk about some fast food. And more specifically, I think I want to start getting into our top five favorite fast food items. We're going to try to narrow you down to the plethora of fast food um, that's out there. And so kind of the way this works, Max and I have done a topics list before. If we happen to have any crossover whatsoever, we're just going to wait until the second person shares about it. Um, that way it kind of moves through the, the list a little bit quicker. And, you know, that way two people aren't talking about it on two separate occasions. And so if we have it on the, each other's list, we'll just say, yep, I got it too. So we'll either talk about it then or we'll talk about it later. We'll figure it out there. Before we get into our top tens list, though, I, I do want to ask everybody around the, uh, the panel a question. I would like to know what your favorite fast food restaurant is. Oh, on, on the spot. Yeah. Uh, this, was, this was not in my show prep. It wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'll go ahead and throw myself under this bus and I will say Taco Bell without hesitation. It's just old reliable for me. I can always lean back on it and it's got enough variety across the menu that I can go like twice in a week and feel like I've had two different meal experiences. <clears throat> yeah. yeah. I'm actually the same too. Yeah. I think this one might be unanimous. I mean, it's just, it's just the variety, even though it doesn't, from the outside, it doesn't really look like variety. It looks like a, you know, a specific genre, but, uh, I do feel like, and maybe it has to do with the infinite possibilities of customization that you can do at Taco Bell more so than a lot of places. 
um, that I do feel like I can get like different kinds of meals out of it uh, on multiple visits. So, yeah. And especially with the addiction of breakfast, you know, that's a whole other, a whole other. I think. thing it's, an, it's another thing i just couldn't finish that sentence <laughs> it's all right that's what we're here for um so max when we were driving um i think i mean taco bell is also my favorite as well and it's everything that you guys all said too and plus it has some of my favorite uh, individual items um on the menu as well we'll get into that later though but uh i think taco bell also has some of the best quality breakfast for uh fast food um and i don't know if it's because it's just the newest but i really like it Uh, um i think when we rode and did our cross country trip between all the breakfasts we had. I think Taco Bell was my favorite, at least fast in the fast food genre that we ate. Yeah, yeah. I don't remember the breakfasts so much. My favorite breakfast, obviously, was beer in that canyon. Oh yes, yeah, that was wonderful. But uh, yeah, as far as fast food goes, yeah, it's it's pretty reliable, pretty tasty, and not not too expensive. I feel like a lot of fast food joints you get like. You know, like a biscuit with a sausage patty on it, and they'll charge you like three bucks or something ridiculous. And, you know, Taco Bell is as efficient with their prices in the morning as they are at the rest of the the rest of the day. Yeah, I, I and I think they do. I think they do a good job of men, of of adapting their already good items like the the crunch wrap breakfast that they have that they throw mm-hmm. a little potato in there and some of that steak and I think it's the quesadilla or quesadilla um sauce that they put in there as well but I'm not sure. Adam, do you know what sauce that is? Have you had that one? I think I know on the breakfast crunch wrap um they put I think it's the spicy ranch that they use for that because I think it that's is, also yeah. I think it's also what's in the quesadillas, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the the spicy ranch and the quesadilla um, sauce are different. But I'm pretty sure the breakfast crunch wrap has the uh, spicy ranch. The spicy ranch because it's not as spicy as the quesadillas are. Yeah, I could I could totally uh, I could totally be wrong on that. And I actually order um, I actually order that breakfast crunch wrap when I get it. I actually get it without the sauce because it. Uh, pushes it over a little too far, like in the Mexican category for what I usually want for breakfast. So I actually mm-hmm. usually go uh, yeah. go without sauce on that one. It it took me so long to figure out that I could just change the items to make them what I wanted. Like at any fast food place, it wasn't just like necessarily Taco Bell, but like just oh yeah, let's just remove the pi- the spicy ranch because it just makes things totally different, you know. I still can't do that. I'm still I'm still really touchy about that. And I don't know if it's just because I like I want to be as unobtrusive as possible for for the workers. Um, you know, that that Scandinavian mm-hmm. guilt that I grew up with <laughs> or if it's the um, the fact that I just like never it just never occurs to me. And I also think I don't trust them to to get it right. And I don't <laughs> yeah. care enough to change <laughs> anything enough to like sit there at the window and root through the bag and make sure they changed it properly. Cause if I do ask for a change, I'm going to get my hopes up. Right. And my palate's going to be ready for that. And then if I sit there at the window 
I'll hate myself. And then if I go home and they got it wrong, I'll hate them. And so I think for me, the, the, the positives don't really outweigh the negatives. And especially with Taco Bell, there's enough variety that if I don't want something, I usually can just get something very similar <laughs> without having <laughs> yeah. to go too far off of what I want. Yeah. One of two things is happening with me when I, uh, when I go to Taco Bell and when they rolled out their app a couple years ago, that was a huge game changer for me because I'm, I'm totally the opposite of you, Max. Like I will customize it to the nth degree every time. And mm. what I, what I like to think is happening is when they get that order up on their screen, they're like, Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really cool. I've never thought yeah. about that. I'm going to have to try that on my next break. But what is probably happening, <laughs> maybe something uh, entirely different than that. But um, have, have you ever had somebody comment on your order? From uh, Taco Bell? Yeah, I, I actually have. And that's the feedback that I have gotten maybe once or twice. But I don't think they would tell me if it was the other option. <laughs> right. Yeah, I've only gotten that feedback once. I modified some beefy Fritos five-layer breeder or something like that. And the guy just... <laughs> I went into the store to pick it up. Didn't even go through the drive through And he brought it out to me. He was like, dude, that burrito is wild. But <laughs> 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 I was like, I, I think that was the same time where, because I remember when the app first was introduced, I drove up to the drive through I sat in the drive through Nobody came behind me for about maybe five or six minutes. I don't know, Adam, if you ever went to the the Taco Bell on International. That's kind of next to the, the outlet malls right there. That's like right in the corner. By DRC, down from DRC? Yeah. I think it's yeah. the one that's down from the DRC. Yeah. Uh, um, I've been there several times. It's not a good Taco Bell late <laughs> at night. For, yeah. for speediness at all. And so I drove up to the drive-thru, was like, you know what? I'm just going to put in my order from the app. I lo- downloaded the app, logged in, customized, put my order in, and then drove around, parked, and went up and got my order from the front before anybody, like, moved a car on the <laughs> drive-thru line. Yeah. I couldn't um, be- But I w- also would have stayed and waited. That's how much I want to talk about, though. I probably would have stayed the whole time. I wouldn't have gone someplace else. Yeah, I've yeah. definitely done that I before. Love and uh, my my nightmare scenario, which has also happened a couple times, is I send through this order through the app with like crazy customizations, <laughs> and then I get to the window and they don't have it. And so then they say, "Well, just tell me what you wanted." <laughs> and then, <laughs> at that point, I'm so embarrassed. Like I can't. I'm not going to go through. You know. Know this, know this, add that, add that, add that, you know, yeah. at that point. And so then it is a complete letdown. Do you find I, I don't use the app very often because I, I like human interactions, so it's it's never been a thing for me. Do you, I'm f- not about but I that. would worry I know, I'm sorry, but I would worry that accuracy would be an issue. That like you would regularly get little things mixed up just like you would at the drive thru. Do you find that to be true or do you find that in general they're pretty good about sticking to what you ask for? I would say, um, I would say I would give it about a 75% accuracy rate. (laughs) And, and that, and that's a rate that I'm generally comfortable with because, um, it, it does almost make it like a little bit of a game at that point to see how well they did. Um, (laughs) and it's usually not, 
it's usually not completely wrong. It's just that maybe they left off one of the other things maybe that I had asked for, mm-hmm. but the, the core of the core concept was like there as opposed to mm-hmm. like, you know, many times. And I do the same thing too. When I go to, uh, when I go to McDonald's and I order on their app, it's, it's locked down a lot more in terms of the customizations. They don't give you Taco Bell gives you access to pretty much anything that they have back there. When you start getting mm-hmm. into that customized menu, any sauce, any topping, McDonald's locks it down really tight. Like you can add, you know, to a regular hamburger, you can add like lettuce, tomato, mayo, but that's pretty much it. You don't get access to like all the other stuff they might have back there. And so overall, mm-hmm. I get more screw ups from a place like McDonald's where it's like it's a much more binary choice, like it's ketchup or mustard. And those two things mm-hmm. are like completely different. And if they screw that up, then it's really it's really obvious. Yeah. Um, I, the apps were always a game changer because they always allowed me to customize the way I wanted to, where I felt bad asking for that many customizations and that human interaction, you know, it's just cause I, you know, it's like, well, I want spicy ranch and more onions and tomatoes. And I also want spicy chipotle sauce. Can I also have the nacho cheese sauce on there? I know, I know, I know. <laughs> and some sour cream, <laughs> please extra, you know, it's just, Ah, uh, it's so good. Speaking though of oh, okay. Throughout this whole episode, I know we're gonna feel like talking about talk about more. So let's jump off of that for a little second, and I, I want to start getting into our lists a little bit. Does everybody have their list up and ready to go? Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I do. Awesome, perfect. Okay, I will kick it off then because um, I want to. So my first uh, item on the list, and this is in no particular order. This is just throwing it out there. Um, But uh, it's going to be – I'm going to change it. I was going to say Chalupa, but it's going to be my sausage breakfast burrito um, from McDonald's. And I actually just had one of these two nights ago. I wanted to have one before I – recorded this just to remember how tasty it is and it was the first thing i ate out of my bag uh it's so good and i don't know what it is they just have some weird cheesy eggy creamy kind of sauce that they put into that thing that just makes it taste like more unique than like any other kind of burrito that i've had i don't know what that is but it's so good i've never really understood the breakfast burrito fad like it's i've tried really but what I often find with fast food, particularly fast food um, sausage, is that it tends to be re- either really greasy and bland or like really dry. And so I have never been satisfied with breakfast sausage, pretty much any fast food. Yeah, and, I think. And so I admire I admire that. That's not at all. That's nowhere even close to anything I would consider for my list. And that's one of the many reasons I like you, Aaron. You, you think outside the bun. <laughs> I, we we have another place next to our house that does breakfast burritos. My roommate really likes a lot. You know, I, I kind of like them. They're good, but they fall into that category of that dry, good flavor, but just really dry and demand some sort of sauce that you have to put on yourself in order for it to like not just make your mouth dry. Like it's just weird. Um, and that's kind of why I like the uh, McDonald's one because it's really small and you can eat a couple of them, three or four. And uh, it's not like a giant burrito. And they they kind of fall in between that dry and super greasy because they don't feel super greasy, but they have that kind of cheesy sauce on them. I don't know. They're really good. I love it. 
Well, I definitely agree that any item that you have to doctor after you get it to make it edible is not a, a solid item. <laughs> like if it requires extra input from you on the consumerand, like even at coffee places or whatever, if you're changing it on your own to make it palatable, they have failed. Yeah. I, I, yeah. For me, my roommate loves those burritos and the likelihood of us getting one over the next couple of weeks is incredibly high. <laughs> but um, they serve that traditional Mexican like red sauce and green sauce with it. And you throw that stuff over the top of it. It's just so good. Uh, but you are right. I do have to put the sauce on there for me to really, really love it. Um, otherwise, it's, it is a little dry. Well, I think the most important uh, most important part of what you said was that you grabbed one of those the other night. Yeah. Meaning. Oh, I did. That is. That's the best part. Dude, it absolutely changed the way I was able to order that burrito because now I can get it. It's part of every single order. Whenever I go to McDonald's, I always order that burrito. And when they made breakfast available all year, like here, <laughs> all day mm. long, like it was like one of my favorite things. I, wa- I want more places to do that. Do you, is it, do they have to change out too many things to make it worth doing it? Yeah, I think like, it's definitely a, a ingredient utilization issue. Even with McDonald's, they got a lot of a lot of pushback from their franchisees on what the food costs and the waste was going to be on doing all day breakfast. Um, but McDonald's won that battle in the end. Yeah, and thank goodness I love all day breakfast. Um, breakfast yeah. is my favorite meal of the day, or my favorite type of food. I would I would say my favorite like meal. Pyramid, I guess. I kind of feel like it's a little bit of a right now. I get I get a little annoyed when <laughs> w- when I uh, encounter a breakfast item that I want that I can't have because you know um, the other one that I'm thinking of, uh, Sonic. Sonic has a, I think a pretty solid breakfast, and they do all day breakfast as well. Um, so yeah, I feel like it's becoming more and more like the industry standard that like things are that way. Who is it? That decided that eggs have to be for like bacon or like a breakfast food, you know, that I'm only able to get an egg and bacon sandwich in the morning because is that because you had to eat your eggs in the morning so they wouldn't go bad? Like, is that a real thing? Is that why eggs are breakfast foods? I don't know. That's an like, interesting. Eat, eat your eggs immediately so they don't like. They're, you know, without, I don't know. I'd like, that's something I need to learn. I need to figure that out. I've always um, wondered, I've always wondered why pork is the kind of exclusive protein of breakfast outside of eggs. Like, I mean, yeah. you have the chicken biscuit, you know, that Chick-fil-A kind of made famous and stuff like that. But like ham, pork, bacon, sausage, like why did it have to be the pig? Yeah, I don't know. That that's another interesting thing too, and and I like you touched on the chicken thing too, but usually you don't get chicken for breakfast unless it comes with some sort of syrupy item. Like Chick Fil A is really the only one that said, you know, hey, let's just make this thing an actual thing instead of like because it was always chicken and wall. I don't know of any sort of chicken that doesn't have some sort of like even Chick Fil A's like little tiny chicken bites have some sort of like sweetness to them. It can't just be chicken on its own. Well, I am definitely making this up here, but I am. I'd like to imagine, I have always imagined that much of a country's breakfast is born out of its history, 
right? Like what, what people grew up eating in their household that their parents ate, that their parents ate. And so when -hmm. I think of eggs, um, and, and, and sausage and pork, particularly, I think pork made sense because, um, pig at the time was relatively inexpensive and it was easy to salt. And so it kept for a long time. And so it was really easy to wake up in the morning and just throw a couple of rashers of salted pork on the griddle and be done. Right. And as, as the same was probably true for eggs where, you know, you go up and you're doing your morning chores on the farm and you're collecting the eggs and it's easy to just, you know, grab those handfuls, you know, and from the haul that you get from your chickens that day, throw two on the skillet, eat real quick and then get back out into the fields. Yeah. So for me, it, it makes sense that it's like ease of access on, on, on the farms. And I think that that's always why I have like understood that breakfasts are so different globally. Like, you know, breakfast here is so much different than breakfast in Hawaii is so much different than breakfast in Japan is different than breakfast in Russia. Right. Like and I think that's part of it. But again, I'm just making that up. That's always just been my intuition about it. I mean, there's no way yeah. to, to refute it. So we're stamping it as real. That's how this works. Yeah, I think you're definitely on something with that. Yeah, I really like that idea. Um, Max, since you spirit, Max, what's your uh, what's your what's yours? Your first item on the list. Well, I know you tried to pull us away from Taco Bell, and I'm going to drag us right back there. Because my number five is the Cheesy Gordita Crunch from Taco Bell. This has been my number one item on their menu for as long as it's been around. Um, When they first released it, I loved it. I continue to love it. And I only, you know, these days I've rolled over to their value menu, and we'll talk more about value menus later. Um, but it's still a treat. You know what I mean? It's not an every time I'm at Taco Bell purchase now. It's just like special occasion because it's like $283, um, which at Taco Bell is comparatively expensive for me. So I love it because you've got the soft, um, it's not the chalupa shell with the fried dough. It's, it's just soft and it's been baked. So it's got a little bit of that, that black crispiness on it that comes from being on the griddle. Um, and then you've got their, obviously their spicy ranch underneath. And then uh, you've got the hard shell. And I love that, um, the texture variety. I love the soft and then the goop from the sauce and then the crunch inside. And then you bite into it. It's like, it's like a savory, like Cadbury egg where <laughs> you're biting in and you've got the shell. And then inside is like all this phenomenal beef and cheese and sour cream and lettuce and they don't try to overdo it so it's just like more sauce lettuce and cheese and taco bell especially can kind of go overboard with the like their tomatoes and their onions and and everything is falling out everywhere and make it tougher to eat and that has always been an item that's actually pretty easy to eat especially if you're like behind behind the wheel or something like that Um, but caveat little asterisk it does have to be eaten fresh this is not an item that you can like put at the bottom of the bag, drive, you know, 10 minutes to get home, change clothes, grab a drink, sit down and then eat. Because by that point, the, the soft outer, um, gordita shell has made the taco shell soggy. And it's just, it's an entirely different experience and one that is not nearly as good. You're right. I, I ate a gordita two nights ago, a cheesy gordita crunch. Um, and I think it was my second to last item that I ate. 
And it wasn't as good as it probably would have been, but it definitely developed into that, like had a little bit of like the the hard shell wasn't not nearly as hard as it probably should have been if I would have eaten it right away. Still good, though. So. Well, shall I go ahead with my Taco Bell item? Yeah, because then I'm going to I'll just do my Taco Bell item after this, and then we'll just make this just the Taco Bell hour with a slight touch of sausages and burritos. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'll uh, I'll go quickly here because my uh, my Taco Bell item is sadly no longer available. But uh, I wanted to give it a shout out because it's one of my all time favorites. Um, it's the uh, chili cheese burrito, most recently known as the chili cheese burrito uh in the uh early days it was known as the chilito <clears throat> but it was just uh yeah they steamed it which i think is one of my favorite uh little tricks and i wish they would put this in the app it's not um it's not in the app they have a grill button now in the app it's hidden down at the very bottom you have to kind of be know where to look <laughs> for it but you can ask them to grill anything now uh, which is kind of cool if you want that crispy outside. Um, but they have a steamer that they use, and I don't really know what they cook in the steamer anymore. Uh, there's got to be something, or they probably wouldn't still have them in their kitchens. Uh, but they uh, they put the – it's very simple. It's just chili on top uh, – chili and cheese on top of a flour tortilla. And, you know, they set it on that wrapper – and then they slide it into that little steamer and they push a button. And for like 10 seconds, if you watch it, it's just a flood of white steam just comes out, you know, pouring out directly toward the ceiling. <laughs> and it melts that cheese and it makes that tortilla just so soft and dare I say supple. I hate to use that word. It's kind of gross. I think it's kind of a gross <laughs> word, like moist. But anyway, uh, it's perfect. It's so good. And I... Honestly, I had almost kind of forgotten about this uh, item until, uh, a, I don't know, a month or so ago, two months ago. Um, I had ordered a bean burrito and somehow it got steamed. I didn't ask for it, um, but they did. Or I don't know, maybe they're supposed to be steamed and they just never do it. Um, but it came out exactly like that, that softness and that gooiness and that uh, immediately brought to mind the chili cheese burrito for me. Um, now, I do also want to add, uh, after I uh, had that experience and I started doing a little research, I actually found that the uh, chili cheese burrito is still available in some areas of the country. And there's a website devoted to the chili cheese burrito, which I believe I'm going to punch it in here just to make sure. But I think it's chilicheese.org. And uh, yes, and uh, you can go in there and find uh, a map of your area and try to find the um, possible alleged chili cheese burrito siding that you may still be able to order. So I was very excited about that. I have some within about an hour and a half of where I am. So um, as soon as we are out of our uh, current situation, um of uh, social distancing, I'm definitely going to uh, take a day trip and uh, hopefully find one of those in St. Louis. Ooh, nice. Do you have that website for us that you can look at? Yeah, Chili Did Cheese. You say it and I wasn't paying attention. Yes. Chili. Go ahead. Uh, ChiliCheese.org. 
I love the dot org part. <laughs> I that, love that, that it's a dot org. It, yeah, it's so good. <laughs> okay. Okay, hold on. I just have to find out. Because I feel like I owe it to myself to figure out how close I have one. Eugene. We all owe it to ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, if you're in the Portland area or in Oregon, our closest ones that sell them are in Eugene. And actually, like, if you lived in Eugene area, it's almost every Taco Bell. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. There's like seven Taco Bells, six Taco Bells in Eugene that that all give the chili cheeseburger or a burrito. That's incredible. I think Max is out of luck, though. I'm not seeing any in North Carolina. I'm always down for a road trip. And, you know, as a Texan, chili and cheese are worth road tripping for every mm. time. Yeah. yeah. I, are there are there any west of the, or east of the Mississippi? Oh, yeah. There's a ton. Like, he could go to Atlanta or there's some in uh, oh, there it South, is. South Carolina. Yeah. <laughs> There are not many. Yeah, there. There's a big concentration in, in the uh, upper Midwest, <clears throat> but not as many in the South. I see that. What's going on in like Michigan, Indiana, Ohio? They don't deserve all these burritos. Yeah, how dare great. you, sir? Everyone deserves burritos. Don't ever say that people do not deserve burritos. It's a human, like like Adam was talking about breakfast at this point, any time of the day. It's a human right. Okay. Well, then they should serve breakfast all day if then if they're going to serve burritos like that. Well, it's always um, it's always interesting too to look at the uh, this you know gives a little insight into the the regionality of you know certain menus that we don't always we aren't always privy to. Unless yeah. you do a lot of traveling across the country um, where, you know, certain certain places do have little regional things that they stick on the menu that are sometimes pretty interesting. I know here it, uh, I know here where I am, I noticed recently our Sonics have a pork tenderloin sandwich that um, I would imagine Ooh. you can probably only get in Illinois and Indiana because that's a very Illinois, Indiana type of food. Not that pork tenderloin is not eaten in other places, yeah. but the, the fried pork tenderloin patty sandwich is <laughs> no, like. But... Sorry, it's kind of a thing here. That's something that uh, never really struck me until like we started talking that like fast food places have different menu items, uh, different places around, you know, regionally. It's to me, that's fascinating to me. And then they have like different regional test markets and that kind of stuff. I, I think that's always super, super interesting. Yeah, me too. I love it. Whenever I get wind of like a test item or something like that, I think that's so cool. Oh, you have to do it. Yeah, I have to try the test item. Um, all right. So that leaves us with um, it's me again, isn't it? Chalupa, the Chalupa happy hour. They they seem like they always are doing a $5 Chalupa box. The Chalupa is my next item, specifically the Baja Chalupa, because... You used to be able to order when I was younger the chalupa meal, and you could get one nacho cheese chalupa and one Baja chalupa, and you got one kind of sweet and tangy, spicy chalupa and one like nice base, like cheesy, just goodness. And I just I love the chalupa so much, and they've done so, and they keep it, and I can always get it. it's the one item that I always order at Taco Bell. 
every single time. I always get the chalupa, and they're always changing it. Have you guys? You've seen the triple tripalupa lately? <laughs> yes. Have. Yep. Absolutely. Okay. Definitely ordered the tripalupa two nights ago. <laughs> and I didn't take as extensive notes as I probably should have or yeah, wanted to. Yeah, shame on you, man. Dish. I, yeah, I, I do feel shamed. I was even thinking the day after, like, oh, I need to look up kind of the different chulupas that were in there so I could talk about which ones I like the most and really get in depth. And I, we didn't do any of that, though. That shows you the level of dedication and research we put into this show. Um, <laughs> it was really good, though. I really love just pulling it apart. And it really is just, it's like the mini quesadillas. They're just mini chalupas. And you get three how, of them. How long was it? Are they attached together when you get it? They are. Yeah, they are attached together. So you do have to pull them apart. But they are made pretty well. So by the time I got to them, and I ate that thing first. Because I wanted to give that like the best chance possible to be good. And everything stayed together really well. And you could definitely tell they were three distinct flavors. That went with it. Now, I did cheat a little bit. I did add my own sour cream to each one. But uh, you pull them apart, and I would probably say you're looking at at least, oh, I don't know, probably like, I want to say seven inches at least. It's hard to tell at this point. I wish I still had the little box. I would have measured it for you. I know we're all putting our hands together right now. Seven (laughs) inches. Trying to figure out. I mean, seven divided by three is what? It's like 2.3. That doesn't seem like... No, longer than that. So I would give three and a half inches each. So you're looking at 11 inches. Okay. Does that does that math work out right? I don't know. <laughs> Ten and a half inches. <laughs> I'm not very good at this, okay? Just... Yeah, I, I I'm think... trying to figure it out. I think, I don't, I think uh, 10 to 12 <laughs> inches seems more reasonable. <laughs> that sounds about right. They are all really good, though. <laughs> and I, I got the Tripalupa and an additional regular Chalupa just to make sure that I could still eat, <laughs> eat the one I wanted in case it was bad. It was really good, though. <laughs> I thought it was great. Yeah, I think you guys should all order it for sure. I'm always down for trying the new thing. Like, that's one of the biggest reasons fast food appeals to me is I'm just such a sucker for novelty. Like, mm-hmm. it's a new thing. Got to try it. Yeah, and just Taco Bell does it so well. I mean, it just seems like they're really hitting the chalupa hard lately. Mm-hmm. You got the naked chicken chalupa, the toasted cheddar chalupa. Um, I have a few friends, including Adam, that I text about when all the new chalupas come out. <laughs> like, there's a few people on my phone that are like, have you tried this yet? Yeah, it's so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. Um, anybody else have any... That's two two items for me. Anybody else have any Taco Bell items that they want to throw out now? Well, just a shout out to the Chalupa from uh, this side as well in terms of if I have to pick an item that actually is on the menu. Uh, still, um, that's definitely, definitely it for me. Um, although there is a little RIP aspect uh, to that one uh, for me too with the, uh, with the whole Baja uh, debacle. Uh, I consider it a scandal of large proportions. I don't know if uh, history will see it that way, but that Baja sauce was uh, just incredible. And I was I was so upset when it was even when they took the Baja Chalupa off the menu, they still carried the Baja sauce in the store for several years after that. And I would always customize with that sauce. And then one day it just disappeared. 
So have you, have you looked into like trying to recreate it at home? Like I know there's a lot of like internet chemists who will like reverse engineer like fast food sauces to try and preserve the integrity of the experience. Have you looked into that at all? I haven't. And it's, it's interesting that I haven't because definitely that's usually one of my first instincts is to immediately want to recreate something. I guess, I guess I don't know where even where I would start with that. Um, the official name of that sauce, by the way, was they called it pepper jack sauce. So, so, so right there, like it kind of just already puzzles me from the beginning. Cause is it, <laughs> is it a cheese sauce or is it a mayonnaise based sauce? And then I, I just don't know where to go from there, but I should do, I should, I should do some, uh, do some Googling of that and see what I can find out there. Is it sort of like slaughterhouses for you where you don't want to know, like you'd rather not know because maybe it would take away the mystique or it would take away like the enjoyment of the thing? Oh, no. I If I if I had a way of knowing, I would <laughs> there would be a gallon bucket in my freezer at, at all times with it. <clears throat> now, Adam, let me ask you a question about this for a second. I just went to Walmart.com and looked up. I can purchase Taco Bell Baja sauce. Yeah. Is that the same thing? I don't know. I should buy it and and, and try it. I know they have, uh, in the last couple of years, released some uh, grocery store versions of their products. And um, I did not. I was not aware that the Baja sauce was in that lineup. So I should definitely get on that. Their well, taco seasoning is on the up and up. For we, sure. are, we are getting on it right now. But it's it's a worthy purchase. I don't know. When you haven't had something for 10 years, I don't even know. I mean, how long has the Baja been gone? I think it has probably been close to 10 years, maybe maybe yeah. eight. But so at this point, I don't even know if I would know. My concern on that would be my general concern with uh, shelf stable dressings. I think uh, I think ranch dressing might be on the uh, agenda, at least as a sub category a little bit later on but uh i'm usually not a big fan of uh shelf stable ranch dressings they usually have a awful aftertaste to me so um but yeah i definitely uh i definitely should look for that and will yeah i think more research definitely needs to be done on this because i want to find out if this is one the actual baja sauce if it is does it taste the same if it's not can we recreate it yeah there's lots of things that we're going to need to to really get into this this is the stuff that really matters here hard-hitting journalism (laughs) we'll update with you um i will say that their their chipotle sauce when they came out with that a couple years ago it Almost filled the Baja sauce shaped hole in my heart. Um, I I love I do love the Chipotle sauce. Okay, so we'll we'll do this is the last thing on Taco Bell. Most likely, we'll see if we touch on it again. Let's be honest, we can't really promise that, can we? (laughs) Yeah, I want to. I'm not. I didn't say I'd promise. Um, I want to ask one more thing though. So, out of the customizable sauces that you're able to add on to it right now, um, you have the spicy ranch. The avocado sauce, the chipotle sauce, and then the spicy jalapeno sauce. Do you have a favorite out of those? Uh, for me, it's the chipotle, hands down. Every once in a while, I'll get yeah. the avocado ranch like on a chicken uh, item, but um, I actually don't care for any of the others, to be honest. Really? I love the spicy jalapeno sauce. I put that thing on almost all my stuff. Yeah, maybe I I'm just having just it on choose. the wrong item. I don't know. 
Yeah, I don't know. Um, sometimes some of the sauce, like, I don't know. Sometimes I, it's one of those things that I would tell them to add to a Chipotle, uh, Chalupa, but then I wouldn't really care if they did because a Chalupa is still great. You know, it's just like one of those, like, yeah, I'll just add it on. Then if I happen to not get it, okay, whatever. Um, I think sometimes I add items because I pre think they're going to be really good on it. And then when I eat the item, I don't recognize that they're on it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what, Max, so. what is the one that you were saying is the, Chalupa, uh, the quesadilla sauce. So the quesadilla sauce, I think, is separate. I don't think it's one of the sauces that you can just order on stuff. I think it's oh, exclusively okay. for their quesadillas. Um, and I, it's because it, it is not their spicy ranch. Like I, I, I remember I love their Baja sauce too, and the spicy ranch does it for me enough that I'm not too upset. Um, but it's definitely not got the same kick that their quesadilla sauce does. Like their so, quesadilla sauce is something else. So it's not the jalapeno one either that Aaron was talking about. What's it called again? Jalapeno. I think it's spicy jalapeno sauce. It could be spicy jalapeno ranch, but I don't think it's ranch. I just think that they just call it sauce. Yeah, that might be it. That's that from the list that you gave. That sounds like the closest. Yeah, but I do think the quesadilla sauce is like its own thing. I don't think it's something you can add. Well, let me just say that uh, the quesadilla sauce really offends me. Like in another context, I might, (laughs) I might really like it in another context, but I just feel like I don't understand why it's there. Like a a chicken quesadilla is a very established thing. It's a tortilla and cheese and chicken. (laughs) I don't know why they had to put that on there and sometimes i forget it it, that it's going to be on there and i order a chicken quesadilla and i get it and it always makes me very upset (laughs) yeah but we've already established because you were talking about taking the sauce off the morning breakfast item anyway that like you might not be the sauce whore that aaron and i am because aaron was talking earlier about add nacho cheese add baja sauce add sour cream and i'm like yes yes all the sauce like i want it i want it oozing out of every every opening in that burrito. I'm actually probably more of a sauce whore than either one of you, to be honest, Aaron could maybe speak to that, but I think it's my, I think it's my lack of Mexican food is, is to whatever extent Taco Bell is Mexican food, which is probably a whole other show, but uh, Mexican food is not my favorite food. So whenever it gets too far over on that side of things, then that's when I kind of want to start taking things off. Yeah. Yeah. I it's I, I think not necessarily the this this the sauce mentality. It's more just the maybe you just don't like quesadilla sauce. Like because you take it off of your burrito or your 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 crunch wrap in the morning and you don't want it on your chicken quesadilla. Like you yeah. could just not like that <laughs> sauce. Definitely some good takeaways here. Um, you know, maybe it's worth experimenting a to try to find out what the quesadilla sauce actually really is. And then B for me to try to add it onto something else that I might be more inclined to add a sauce to like a, just like a plain soft taco or something and Mm -hmm. see, and then see how I feel about it. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So I think Taco Bell has been not talked about death. enough. We're just going to do the rest <laughs> of the episode on talk about nobody else needs to give me your top four or five anymore. <laughs> but before we get to that, Adam, what's your next one? This will be your number two. Number two. How about a side item? 
What's your yes. favorite? What's your favorite fast food side? Uh, rhetorically, mine is the onion ring from Sonic. Uh, I think that they do a great job. It's the only only place that I know of uh, in terms of like a national chain that makes uh, hand breads their onion rings. I believe that's true. Um, but I just think they're delicious and wonderful and great. Yes. I, I don't know if I've actually ever had their onion rings, but my family loves onion rings. So the likelihood that I have is pretty high because we've eaten at Sonic a few times. And anytime there's onion rings on the menu that you can substitute for fries, we always do it. They just there. We're big. We always grow onions in the summer. We I don't know why. My family loves onions. Um, big fan. Um, ooh. So um yeah, I don't really ever think about Sonic all that much, but uh, I do love onion rings. I'll have to go try to check those out. I don't think I've ever had those before. Is there is there a particular sauce that you like with them? <laughs> honestly, I've been around and around with the sauces on the onion rings because I do love to experiment. But honestly, I just love them plain. Sometimes, sometimes ketchup, if anything, but they're delicious plain. They are a... Um, they're a breadcrumb type onion ring. They're not like the beer battered onion ring that you get mm-hmm. at most places. Um, and I've read that they use vanilla wafers as part of their uh, oh. as part of the breading. So it's got a little bit of a sweet flavor to it. And I have tried every sauce that they have on their menu with them at various points. And I always go back just to eating them plain because they're great by themselves. It's such a good like feeling when you just have a food item you love so much, you don't have to add anything to it. It's just, you know, you're like, I love ketchup, but I can eat these fries without it and I can enjoy it just as much. Ah, it's such, it's so great. Um, Max, do you have a second one? I do, do you- but my second, third, fourth, and fifth are all very closely connected. Um, so I think it makes the most sense to just go ahead and punt for now. And I can just like wrap them all up at the end because I don't want right. to just be sitting here for the rest of the show yeah. with and nothing actually, to contribute. I'll feel like a freeloader. Cool. Cool. And I think there's some place I want to go afterwards too with yours. So I, I'm, I'm liking it. Um, so let's do my next then if Max is going to punt until until the last um my third one is going to be another side item let's just stay in the realm of of not you know the side pieces and i'm gonna do the culver's cheese curds and let me tell you something if you've not been able to get yourself to a culver's anytime recently do yourself a favor jump on (laughs) google.com type in culver's see if there's one close to you i would say two hours don't drive more than two hours, but up to two hour drive, go to Culver's, get yourself a family side cheese curds, and then just drive home. Maybe get some custard on there as well, because you know it's awesome. It's delicious. But these cheese curds are so good. I would I would always we would have two different um restaurants. We'd have a fast casual burger place and then a Culver's that was literally within like a five to 30 second walk distance from my house. It was wonderful. So I'd go to Habit Burger and get myself a flame grilled, delicious $5 burger, and then jump on over and get some cheese curds from Culver's and then just have myself a little bit of a meal right there. It's the perfect thing. So um, I I think, I don't know if anybody else, I think Adam, you've had the cheese curds before, right? Yeah, I have. They are, um, they're delicious. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah, they're it's, so good. Uh, a West, we just had, it's a Wisconsin thing. 
Yeah. Wisconsin. Yeah, I think they even <laughs> I think the menu even says Wisconsin cheese curds on it. Mm-hmm. Um <clears throat> The there are some other restaurants that do cheese curds, like Dairy Queen does cheese curds as well. That we actually got um like a couple weeks ago, and they're they're pretty good. They're not Culver's cheese curds, and Culver's is so unique with their custard, and like they serve like legitimate dinners, like fish. I think they served halibut one time. Like Culver's is crazy. What do you? What's the difference to you? What do you think is the difference to you between a um? A cheese curd and like a mozzarella stick or um, some uh, some other type of fried cheese, which you occasionally see. Yeah, I think um, partially it's probably the type of cheese you're using. Like you're not using mozzarella and cheese curds, so you can't call it a mozzarella stick. You're using typically, I think you're using are you using cheddar a lot of the times, like a magnet, like a modified cheddar. Because the cheese isn't white a lot, it's usually it's usually a yellow cheese. Yeah, I think it's I think it's some kind um, of derivative of cheddar. Like, yeah, I don't think it's exactly cheddar, but I do think it's some sort of form of cheddar. But like mozzarella is not cheddar. Like I don't know. Like it's like you know, mozzarella sticks are sticks, and cheese curds a little like a cheese curd can be something that's not fried. I just think that Culver's cheese curds are fried. Yeah, so I think it has to do – I think it is cheddar cheese, but I think it's like um, almost like a young cheese where mm-hmm. um, like it's cheddar. Cheddar is not really cheddar until like you age it or whatever. So Interesting. it's yeah. prior to being aged. It's like in this like uh, purgatory of like not – like being born of cheddar, but not really graduated to cheddar yet. So I don't know. All I yeah. know is it's delicious, right? Yeah, it's so good. Jeez, yeah, it's amazing. Adam, what's your number three? Well, can I can I do a little uh, sidebar really quick? Oh, absolutely. Only because um, I love the concept, and I'd be curious what uh, I'd be curious to hear at least from Max. I don't know that I'll be able to come up with one quick enough, but. I love the concept of the, you know, what's your dream progressive uh, meal? You know, this idea of like, I went and got a burger from one place, but I also wanted to have the something else to go with it from another place. And so, okay. you, and so you made that happen. And in that case, it was pretty easy for you because they were just a couple blocks from each other. Uh, yeah. But I'd be curious if, if, uh, if there are any other examples of uh, of you guys doing that. So I don't typically go to multiple places for items. Usually what happens for me is if I'm feeling passionate enough about my fast food to, to want to put in that amount of energy and, and that amount of, I guess, effort, I think it reflects rather than multiple locations, it reflects in which location I go to. Because for me, places like uh, Culver's, like Sonic, like I would, I would almost count five guys like these, these sort of upper scale fast food places with really quality items and quality ingredients. But you know, you wind up going and buying one meal and they charge you like 10 to 12 bucks. That for me is what is I consider like splurging. Um, but if I, if I had like a gun to my head and someone was saying, okay, you have to get your best fast food burger. Where would you go? I would, Honestly, probably go get a Whopper. 
and and because I just love the flame grill flavor, I, I'm a, I'm a mayonnaise guy, and they like they that that sandwich swims in mayonnaise. Like <laughs> people regularly complain about how much mayonnaise goes on those burgers, um, but I love it. And then for for side item, I think if I had to go someplace else, it's like okay, you got your best burger. Now where's your best side item to go with that burger? I would probably go to Sonic and get myself an order of cheddar peppers. It's their, you know, the the hollowed out jalapenos with cream cheese, and then they deep fry them. Um, but they're really tightly deep fried in like cornmeal, so it's like it's a really thin, really crispy, crunchy batter. And they they take all the seeds out of the jalapenos, so they're not too spicy. And they put a ton of cream cheese in there. And if there's anything I love more than mayonnaise, it's cream cheese. I really <laughs> like like rich foods. Always have. Um, and then for drink, I think I would honestly also stay at Sonic because a route 44 of whatever I'm feeling that day is pretty special. Normally it's a diet Dr. Pepper with vanilla flavoring, but if I'm feeling like splurging and this is a splurge situation, then I would go for ocean water. Oh, I love ocean water. I'm so glad you said that. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And, uh, so that's uh, me. I drink diet exclusively so I can get a almost diet ocean water, which is Sprite Zero. It still has the syrup in it, which still has sugar in it. So technically they won't call it diet, but uh, right, I love that. Right. Have you ever had an ocean water, Aaron? I haven't. Now I might have to. There's it's so delicious. many things I have to try now. Do you know what yeah. it is? Shame on it's, you for not having had ocean water. It's, it's Sprite with blue coconut syrup in it. And it tastes like... Suntan lotion and summer and ocean water and happiness. That sounds amazing. I want it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I want Max. I can't believe we have spent so much time together, staying up late, drinking, playing video games, eating fried appetizers, and we've never purchased poppers like jalapeno poppers together. Yeah. Like those are my favorite like appetizer foods. And to find that you love them as well, this is going to change our next session. Like, <laughs> yeah, this, this is very exciting. <laughs> and that's what's fabulous about friendships in addition to fast food is you've just got so many options that it really honestly does take a lifetime to explore most of them. Yeah, absolutely. Um, um, I kind of did my perfect meal. Like, honestly, a habit burger and some cheese curds. It's just, it's so good. And I know habit doesn't technically fall into fast food, I don't think, which is a whole nother discussion that, that, that I kind of <laughs> want to touch on at the very end of the, of the, of the, I want to find out what your guys' definitions of fast food is. We're going to tease that a little bit. I'm going to give you my fourth item though, before we, before we take this too long for everybody. And Adam and I recently had one of these. When he was visiting me a couple mm. weeks ago, and I want to get your thoughts because you and I actually never talked about it afterwards. We went <laughs> immediately to Salt and Straw and had ice cream. <laughs> like we never discussed how you felt about it, and it's one of my favorites. And as I was eating, I'm like, oh, I guess it's not as good as I remember it. I hope he likes it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but I, um, it's from a little like Northwestern. Um, localized regional fast food chain called taco time and it's called a crisp meat burrito and essentially it's a, like a foot long taqueria or a taquito te- te- can you say it for me taquito that's what i was looking for i'm sorry i have problems with words um <laughs> so yeah it's just and they've 
deep fry it and the ends are so good they get crispy like ground beef at the end of them and there's some like juicy sauce in the middle i don't know there's there's i remember used to be able to get five for five at taco time so you could get five crispy burritos for five dollars we had a family of five and it was always the question of how many can you eat or how many do you want and so i'm like 12 years old, I'm like, I want three of these things, obviously, plus some some Nexi fries, which is what they used to call the little like um like kind of like Cajun tots, but like more of like a Mexican spice to them. Yeah. You got some Nexi fries, didn't you, when you were there? Tell me about your your experience, because I finally want to know what you think <laughs> about my one of my favorite items. So the the first thing that comes to my mind now as I'm looking back on this. Uh, and I've been catching up on Better Call Saul recently. Um, if I have to imagine what it would be like to eat at Los Pollos Hermanos, um, I think it might be a lot like uh, Taco Time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. I was, I was really excited based on your description of the menu item. And when I walked into the place, it felt a little sketch, you know, if I'm being honest. Um, mm-hmm. But... It was delicious. It was, uh, it was everything that you described to me and more. I, I mean, even the name, the the name is a little unimaginative. I mean, if we're being honest, I know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what is it? It's a it's a crisp meat burrito. And what kind? That's and what, what kind getting. of meat specifically? You know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I loved it. I loved the uh, Mexi fries. And uh, they had a couple great sauces, too, uh, that were just the complimentary sauces and a pump uh, in the front of the house. Um, I thought both were delicious. They had a like a red, mm-hmm. a red sauce and a green yep. sauce. And they were – and I don't usually even like either of those, to be honest. And they were both really, really good. Yeah. Taco time is awesome. They're on, like, we, we, we were also not eating and um, – well, that doesn't matter. Taco time is awesome. You should definitely <laughs> try it if you get a chance to. It's really the um, best. Even eaten. though you kind of describe the restaurant that way, <laughs> like it, it's a little more clean version than Taco Bell is. Like when you get a burrito and you not even a burrito, like when you get like a taco from Taco Time and like the ingredients you use, they feel fresher and cleaner than Taco Bell does. Yeah, I believe that. And, you know, it's probably it's probably the. uh it's probably one of those special places that Taco Taco Bell may actually be, um, at least modern day Taco Bell, um, but one of those places that's best eaten not on premise, um, right? Yeah, yeah. Ta- it's a great drive-through fast food yeah. in itself. And let's be honest, better than Taco Bell as far as quality is really not a high bar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, very true. No. I yeah. love it, but it's definitely not Chipotle. No, definitely. Ooh, I was able to introduce my roommate to Chipotle for the very first time last week. That's like saying you introduced someone to milk. Like, how does someone not know about Chipotle in the year 2020? Well, okay. I mean, maybe the words I used were incorrect. The first time they had Chipotle was last week. They knew what they were. Okay. Like, previously but you got to be there for their first experience yes introduce yeah. them as in i ordered the food for them and i had them deliver it to us <laughs> at our house 
<laughs> and I paid for it for us to eat. <laughs> that was my way of introducing it. To, they really enjoyed it, though, and they really like burritos. And so I'm really happy because I love Chipotle. I, I do. I it's but like it's just mm, it's great. And it was really interesting living in Orlando when they like had the Chipotle wave hit because it had hit like the West Coast like 10, 15 years earlier than that. And like I'm sitting around now, like everyone's like, have you heard of Chipotle? That's a really good burrito place. Like it's everywhere now. It's so good. And I was like, yeah, I know. They're awesome. Let's go get some. <laughs> like, let's do it. Um, I just feel like that's, you know what? That's all this episode is. We're just, it's, it's just a giant commercial for <laughs> everything that we love about fast food. I think um, that was crispy burrito. Adam, I'm glad you liked it because that was, um, I, I'm I'm glad that we hadn't. I'm glad that we waited until now to talk about it. Um, to it's uh, it's so good. I love that. Now, Max, I think I need to get you to um to come try one. Absolutely, I'm always down. Yeah, I love new foods. You know, it's the novelty thing again, right? Like, yeah. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah we definitely. Next time to. I'm out there, we must only go to places that I have not been to yet. Yes, please. I know we went to Taco Bell last time you were out here, but man, it was like one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, it it's it's special. Yeah. Um, anyways, Adam, what is your number four? Number four, um, a little bit. Un- no, wait, this is my number three, I think. Yeah. Three? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, and a little bit uh, untimely here. Um, I don't know how I didn't wedge this in <clears throat> earlier when we were talking about breakfast, but uh, the sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit from Hardee's. Uh, AKA Carl's Jr. on the West Coast. Uh, their biscuits, mm. yeah, their biscuits are delicious. Um, baked every morning, hand rolled out and hand cut and baked. And they also uh, dip them in this very salty butter solution right before they go into the oven. So they come out like almost fried on the outside and really soft on the inside. They're so good. And, um, the sausage, Max was talking about, uh, sausage earlier and, uh, his dissatisfaction with most of the breakfast sausages that are out there. Uh, the sausage that Hardy's uses, I don't know. It's, it's almost unlike anything I've ever had, but it's, it's crumbly, but not dry. And it's not, chewy like some of the i think mcdonald's sausage patty is very kind of chewy and tough um and the sausage at hardy's is uh it's none of those things and uh it's just one of my uh one of my favorites and a constant annoyance because they never put it like on any kind of special or anything and they charge like 429 for it it's like they know what they have. Super if you high. got it, you know. <laughs> yeah, you can get like a, you can get a bacon, egg, and cheese like two for four, but that's never happening with a sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit. Maybe it's the super. Maybe it's just the super high quality sausages that they use. They just can't afford it. I don't know. So that's my number three. Nice. Um. I've never had those before. I definitely need to go check them out. I'm making a little list of all these things that I need to try out now. I always um, get lured in by their breakfast bowls because they'll put like sauce in there. They'll put like a ranch, like ooh. Chipotle ranch and like cheese sauce and stuff. So, so their breakfast bowls are pretty dope because I'm a big fan of like mixing flavors. Yes. So I grab one of those and I just blender the son of a gun with, with a fork or something. So I've got like cheese and egg and sausage and potato and every bite and it's phenomenal. 
But Would I haven't had say, one of their biscuits in years, so I should definitely go back and give that a try again. Um, would you say that those breakfast bowls are your favorite bowls in fast food? Fast food bowl. I don't normally think of fast food bowls. So, I mean, I, I can't even think of another one in fast food. Can you? Mine, yeah, so mine's definitely the KFC mashed potato gravy. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> So okay. do you remember when they very first came out and they had the option of getting the brown gravy and the and the white gravy mm-hmm. and now they just serve one? It's so disappointing. Like, uh, they're so good though. Well, uh, pro tip: if you live in an area of the country where your local KFC, or if you're lucky enough to live in an area of the country, as I should say, where your local KFC has a buffet, uh, they serve. Uh, white gravy on the buffet so you can actually still get the white gravy in the KFC Famous Bowl. Oh, see, that's interesting because they only sell the white gravy ones out here. Oh, really? I thought it was yeah, only br- I thought it was the- brown gravy. From what I've looked at, I've only seen white gravy. Uh, I'm, so you know what? Here's well, what's going to what happen. What do you prefer? What do you prefer? I prefer to be able to choose between the two, but <laughs> if I was to because <laughs> I like both of them. That's the issue. Okay. Like the issue to me is not the lack, like not the one that still exists. I still love it. I think whichever so one it a, is. This is not a Baja sauce problem. Absolutely not. This okay. is a, I want a choice of having both of them. Yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes I'm on brown gravy. I feel, yeah, that's totally fair. Yeah. Um, gosh, I love those bowls. Have you ever tried making them at your house? Like home? I've, I've, I've made a few home bowls before and, uh, well, the thing is, I mean, yeah, it's, it's, they're great. I mean, they're just as good. <laughs> I mean, the thing that's interesting about that menu item, I mean, it's like it's almost like reverse engineered in some ways. I mean, except for the cheese, like that's a naturally occurring phenomenon, like on like a particular kind of fried chicken meal that a lot of people would have been served, like by their grandma, where you had fried chicken and mashed right. potatoes and corn and there was gravy on the potatoes and it all just kind of gets mushed together on the plate eventually, right? So, yeah, it's so just, there's really it's just like that <laughs> it's very easy to recreate, right? <laughs> You're just taking the step out of it that would be done at home. Right. Like, like KFC's just like, oh, you guys are going to mix this together anyways. Let's just give it to you already mixed together. Yeah. It's, Here you go. It's yeah. whatever the opposite of deconstructed is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I will say that I do like Hardy's breakfast bowls better than the KFC bowls because I like the integrity of a crispy chicken strip. And when it sits, especially if you get it to go and they put a lid on it, and all that steam gets into the batter on the chicken strips, they get soggy. And I've had, you know, too many experiences in summers where fried chicken fell in a river on a floating trip, or I was sitting by the pool and a chicken strip fell in and I ate it anyway (laughs) because I was a fat kid. Um, But like soggy chicken, soggy fried chicken is just a no-go. Like it's a, it's a big fat pass for me. So in general, I prefer the Hardee's, but when it comes to KFC, I, I, I want to I tangent here for <laughs> very briefly <laughs> yes. because I want to talk about fast food buffets because I've been to, I've been to KFC buffets yeah. maybe five or six times in my life. Each of them was my own doing. Like uh, I, got my, I suckered my family into doing it twice. After that, they never would go again. Um, but I've never had a good experience at a KFC buffet. 
Like it always feels like it's been sitting out since they opened that morning or been reused from the, the day before. Um, and it's never hot enough to, to make me worry less about germs. It's always just kind of lukewarm. And it always seems like those, those KFCs are like the dirtiest, nastiest KFCs. Um, so clearly I, I'm, I'm missing out on something doing it wrong because you sound pretty passionate about your KFC buffet experience. So help me. Yeah. Well, so I, I, so yeah, I have a few thoughts about that. One is I'm actually not very far away from where you are in that topic. I think that, uh, those buffets got put in at a lot of KFCs where they already weren't doing very much business. And they said, well, let's throw a buffet in, in here and maybe we can grab a couple more people that wouldn't normally come here. So I think you're right in the sense of the quality. Um, so uh, and my only my only pro tip to that would probably be um, is if you go Sunday after church, that's really only the time that I've really ever been before. That's when the one here is really busy. And so, um, you know, you have some uh, assurance that it's probably getting refreshed a little bit more often. Um, but other than that, no, I really only You've brought- also got some primo people watching, too. Right, exactly. Um, no, that really the only reason I even brought that up was because of the gravy, uh, because I actually went to KFC um, recently since we've been on social distancing. And this is actually how this came up. Um, I wanted some white gravy. Um, we had purchased some extra biscuits. And since we're trying to minimize our trips out of the house now, you, we find ourselves when we do leave the house and whatever kind of meal that we're trying to create, whether it's at the grocery store or whether it's um, at, a, at a restaurant, that you're trying to see if you can get more than one meal out of it just to, again, minimize your trips out. And so we bought some extra biscuits and we thought, oh, we'll get some gravy. And then that can be like biscuits and gravy for a future meal with the extra biscuits. And um, but that's when I discovered that they didn't have the white gravy because they're not doing the buffet right now because of everything going on. They only had the brown gravy. I'm sorry. That's <laughs> you planned so meticulously. You had it all lined up. You, were, you went to. It's like you went to knock over a meticulously set of, set up domino machine, and someone just yanked that first domino out while you were trying to trying to kick it mm-hmm. over. Yeah, it was a sad day. Not gonna lie. Yeah, KFC's brown gravy is too watery for me. I really like a thick, thick gravy, and that brown gravy tends to be a little bit too watery. Um, and it's rare for me to say this, but they, I think they actually tend to go a little bit overboard on the pepper, the black pepper. So let me ask you something about about the the KFC gravy. So have you ever gone to a McDonald's and ordered their fries and then driven to a KFC and ordered their gravy or reverse and then poured the gravy over the top of the fries and then just made a little bit of your own like, you know, improvised poutine. I was going to say you're so close to poutine at that point that I would just go someplace and get poutine. Well, because when you live in Orlando and you're dating somebody who is from the north and poutine is life, like you just have to make room somehow. Yeah. Like do the best you can. (laughs) Yeah. It's very good though. Like you definitely have to try it. <clears throat> and it's just potato and gravy, like, and the potato wedges. You can't go wrong. What if you did that with the potato wedges? Would it just not work? I mean, it would still work. You could also do it with the cheese curds from Culver's and McDonald's fries and make like this fried poutine. 
like go potato. I mean, I just like the fact that like we like McDonald's. Well, let me ask you a question then. Do you like the potato wedges at KFC more than you like McDonald's fries? Because that's really where it's at. It's that which base do you enjoy more? I I generally this is a question for Adam, but, right? <laughs> well, I think it's it's a question for it's you too. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I actually pretty uh, I I pretty strongly dislike potato wedges, so I was only asking for uh, conversational purposes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very I'm very particular on my potatoes. It's it's one it's one of my very few uh, foods. Uh, oddities that i have about things certain certain textural elements come up for me with potatoes that um yeah i don't like potato wedges what what if they were called jojos does it change you at all Mm, probably not that sounds like more of more of like a candy to me oh so they for like um like local convenience store uh, potato wedges and like all like even just regular places sometimes restaurants everyone in oregon calls them jojos instead of potato wedges i've heard of that i've absolutely heard of that yeah yeah and i like potato wedges i think they're I, great i think i, I definitely think that uh the potato wedges at kfc are better than mcdonald's fries now mcdonald's fries they scratch a very specific itch and sometimes i still get that itch um but mcdonald's fries to me in general are pretty overrated like they're always like a little too soggy and a little too salty well just hold on a second i don't want to get into this right now so we're not going to adam what's your next one (laughs) (laughs) um my next one aka next to last is the arby's beef and cheddar it's uh, probably the sleeper on my list, I would say. I don't eat at Arby's a lot. Um, but as I was kind of cycling through all the various options when I was putting this together, um, I realized that uh, that is one of my favorite sandwiches. There are a, a lot of, um, you know, a lot of restaurants as I went down this list and put some thoughts into it where I realize that I eat there a lot, but there's just not necessarily any one thing that stands out to me on their menu. Um, but, uh, this, uh, for Arby's, it was almost kind of the opposite problem. It's not somewhere that I think about or usually desire going to a lot, but I still think it's worthy of this list. Um, onion roll. I love the onion roll. I've always been a big fan of onion rolls. Um, and then of course the, uh, the questionably sourced roast beef, uh, which is what it is, but the uh, <laughs> the cheddar cheese sauce and a delicious, I believe they call it a red ranch sauce, um, which is best I can tell, uh, just basically like a Catalina dressing, you know, the bright red stuff you see on mm-hmm. the salad bar. Um, it's spicier than that, though, isn't it, though? I don't know. Like, maybe. Maybe not. Possibly. Maybe I'm thinking of their... Of their other sauce, yeah, it's possible. I haven't had it in a in a little while. I, what what I think makes it is the sweetness of it. Um, just really kind of gets in there with that that nacho cheese sauce, which which to me, uh, I'm not a big fan of nacho cheese sauce either. I think a lot of times it it is pretty lacking in the flavor department. Um, so that uh, that extra sauce that they put on there just like kind of pushes it over uh, the edge for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do like the beef and cheddar a lot. They used to do five for five deals at Arby's as well. So we'd always get like 
the five beef and cheddars and we'd all get one and we all get us like curly fries and 10 bucks and everybody got curly fries and beef and cheddars. It was great. Do you remember the RBQ? That's kind of a an old RB value menu favorite. Hmm. You know, we didn't have a, an Arby's within close distance to us until I was a little older. So we didn't go there a lot. Um and so no, I don't I don't really remember. What what was it? Oh, I think it was just it was just the, you know, again, their their uh their roast beef such as it is, uh chopped up with some barbecue sauce and, you know, kind of scooped onto a bun the way that you might do the same with like, you know, kind of a pulled pork barbecue thing that's mixed together with the sauce and you would, you know, just kind of scoop some of it out on a bun. It was that, but if you can imagine, Mm -hmm. you know, the lunch meaty uh, texture of it chopped up with the barbecue sauce, it was a little strange. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, I think that brings us to our last items on the list. Does anybody want to go first? I'll go ahead and dive in since I've been relatively quiet this whole time, um, just because I want to get people's wheels turning about this. And I think it's it's pretty uh, nifty. This whole challenge, this notion of boiling down, you know, my favorite things to five items was just daunting. Like, I love food. I love to eat. I love fast food in particular. Um, so this was going to be really hard. Uh, and then I thought of this clever little get out of jail free card that really worked for me. Um, and so my last four items all together are the Wendy's four for four. And I think this may be one of my favorite things because it, it scratches all the itches. Like when I pull up to a burger place, I'm like, Oh, do I want a burger? I don't want some chicken. I want some fries, maybe a drink. Like what am I, I, you know, it's like, I feel like I have to choose between the, the beef and the chicken. And this item means I don't have to, which is awesome. There you've got a selection of different main items. So you never get sick of one item, Uh, but they do have the double stack, which has like an enormous amount of beef on there. So the value is great. It's great value. It's like $4 and 18 cents for like four pounds worth of food. It's really tasty. Their fries are pretty good. They've got like the, um, like the potato rind still on the end. So it's like real potato. Um, And they tend to be like not too crispy, right? But they're not soggy either. Um, they never droop, uh, which is a big thing in fries for me is like, especially if you're going to be a vehicle for the sauces that I'm dipping in, like I need you to not like decide to give up the fight halfway to my mouth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so that's phenomenal. And you can actually get their spicy chicken nuggets with it too, which is a huge deal for me. Um, so that, that really always makes it. And their chicken nuggets genuinely are so good that I can eat them by themselves too. Like the spicy nugs are just incredible. So that combined with the variety, I don't have to choose between the beef and the chicken. It's cheap. Um, it's a ton of food. And one of the things I really like about Wendy's is they're one of the few fast food joints these days that actually regularly carry um, Coke Zero. And so you get a Coke Zero with it and I'm just, I'm in heaven. And for $4.18, that four for four has been a fallback for me on days where I forget to pack my lunch, on road trips. Like, it's just a go-to, and I'm never disappointed by it. It's it's just rock solid in every aspect. Well, Max, between your Coke Zero yeah, and your... I, um, 
Ocean water. I think I've uh, fallen in love with you today. <laughs> Coke Zero is definitely a big, big sore spot I have with uh, with fast food. The adoption of Coke Zero has uh, is still not where I want it to be. Absolutely, yeah, and it's so easy to do. And but I think a big problem, honestly, is just like the the peop, the Diet Coke people. And no offense, Diet Coke people, but Diet Coke people are pretty rabid about their Diet Coke. And so I think most places have to choose one or the other, I feel like. Yeah, I'm not even going to go there. I'll end up offending someone, so I'm just going to let that stand. (laughs) 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 Um, I've only gotten that Wendy's 444 once. It was great, though. We we don't get Wendy's very often, but we were driving through the drive-thru. Um, as you do, and um, my 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 partner just looks over and she orders all of these different items, and I'm like, "Can I just get the four for four, please? This is what I want." She's like, "That's an option." And I was like, "Yeah, that's an option." Um, <laughs> it was great. Um, it was really good, though. I, I I back you up on that. That's such a good. That's such a good menu item. It's just so many things. It's so yeah. reliable. It's yeah, I just I love it. Sing its yeah. praises. It's just like when I go to fast food, what I want is I want a lot of different types of items. Mm-hmm. And the four for four just satisfies that for me. And it's also fun to order. Like you can just yeah. say, what do you want? Fo, 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 fo. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> what I want. <laughs> um, but I, I do want to dive in a little deeper because it leads me to one other thing that I, I, I have on my list that I want to talk about before Adam and I get to our fifth items. <sighs> What do you believe is the best value menu out there? Like what restaurant would you pick the value menu of? <laughs> Taco Bell. <laughs> I'm consistent at least. I may I may choose McDonald's, but Adam, do you have any ideas on uh on your favorite value menu? I mean, honestly, I think I think one could make the argument that Taco Bell really is the only value menu that's kind of even left standing. Uh, McDonald's has kind of toyed with theirs a lot, and they've rolled out kind of this one, two, three dollar thing, you know. And there's really only a couple items that you can even get anymore that are a dollar. And so, like for that reason alone, I think. I think I have to go with Taco Bell because they've been very careful, even as they have tried to introduce, um, you know, some mid range options that there's still always, you know, two or three solid choices still that are a dollar. And I don't know that you can say that well, at any, at any place else. But like you're thinking a dollar menu versus value menu, you know, like that's a different thing because there, I mean, I, I don't know. My, I still think McDonald's is my favorite value menu. Um, Taco Bell's value menu doesn't have everything that I want to. Like, I couldn't just order everything off of the value menu at Taco Bell and feel like I'm totally satisfied. Like, I'd want to get a chalupa, or I'd want to get a. I don't know. I, I haven't looked at their value menu in a long time, but like, I want to get a quesarito. 
like some of those are like four dollars like sometimes it's just what i want but i can order from mcdonald's value menu and get everything that i want not, yeah not everything exactly a dollar but uh if it's on the value menu and specifically i can get a sausage mcmuffin with egg and i can also get a sausage burrito because the introduction to breakfast items on the value menu all day definitely like just solidifies mcdonald's for me yeah i can see that um yeah, I, I see your point there. Um, although <clears throat> I would just say for me, and and we've talked about this, uh, you and I have talked about this before. Um, the uh, the the value menus at McDonald's are are one of the things that are kind of highly um, highly available to the franchisee to uh, customize. So it, it really depends on what area of the country you live in and the selections of uh, franchisees that you have in your area. Uh, but the ones I've seen lately, some of them only have three or four items on the entire value menu period. They've just kind of, they've just kind of, uh, kind of uh, decimated it. I think. That's true. But I, but I see yeah, what I you're saying, at least in the value menu, like of your to me, what I think of McDonald's, which was like, you know, McDouble, McChicken, right. you know, the, you know, there's some size of fries available, some size of drink available, you know, usually, a, you know, the three cookies for a dollar and um, maybe even a side salad at one point and or whatever. Maybe. <clears throat> yeah. So you could make a, you and could make a good meal out of it. And those all used to be a dollar too, so maybe that's where I'm like, yeah, they, they just they were the McDonald's. I don't know. I've always just really enjoyed the McDonald's value menu. I've always thought it's it's the best for me. Um, but and I think I think to Max's point, it's kind of like you know, it's really a version of the you know the old what I think of as the old McDonald's dollar menu or value menu. It, it's really kind of like just a. Uh, a create your own four for four. Right. And I think that's why, um, because that's what we would do. We never just went and ordered one thing, you know, you ordered three or four things and they were a dollar. And I think that's what Wendy is, has done with, you know, quite a bit of success. And, um, and the fact that you can, uh, customize it. So you do get to choose some of the options within that four for four. And I think it still gives kind of that, that old school dollar vibe. <laughs> yeah. One of the problems for me with the McDonald's value menu and value menus in general that aren't Taco Bell isn't so much the variety. Like I, I will happily um, concede that Taco Bell's value menu is not the most diverse. Um, but what I think they really carry is value. And I think that's the most important aspect of any value menu for me is the notion that I feel like I'm getting a lot of bang for my buck. And at Taco Bell, their value menu, everything is a dollar still where most places like, like even our local McDonald's chains now, and, and I agree now getting, you know, remember this is like, um, this is up to the franchisee a lot, but like they up their McChicken price from, it used to be 89 cents and now it's a dollar 29. And like that to me, that to me pushes into the realm of unconscionable. Like, how dare you? 
how dare you ask me for 50 more cents on my value menu item? <laughs> um, and Taco Bell, man, $1 burritos, like those things are monsters. Like I can get, I can get more full for $2 at Taco Bell than I can at any other fast food restaurant because at McDonald's, especially with the sandwiches, you get so much bread. Those, the buns are so much of the volume of the food you get that you're hungry again in like an hour and a half because it was just all carbs. And you don't get that problem with burritos because tortillas aren't, aren't really that big. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely know that the, the monetary value is not the best McDonald's, but it has my favorite items for a technical value menu is where I, I think I'll lie <clears throat> on that one. Well, this is the last two items. This is all we got left. And then I never have to talk to either one of you again <laughs> until next week. So thank God. Yeah. Um, my, you know, Adam, since you're the guest, I will let you choose. Do you want to go f- next or you want to go last? Um, I'll go next. <clears throat> okay. Only because of the irony of the fact that I was just uh, trashing McDonald's pretty hard. Um, but uh, my number one slash number five, but my intention was leaving the most consequential for last is the McDouble slash double cheeseburger from McDonald's uh, as being just kind of a marquee item. I think, um, you know, looking at the last uh, 10 or 12 years of my life, uh, probably most consumed of any other fast food sandwich, probably many times over. But it's just a great, uh, it's a great, uh, great bang for the buck, obviously. But uh, to Max's point, you know, you're amping up the the protein to carb ratio on something like that, where you can really just have one of those, um, even though I sometimes don't just have one, but you can have one and, you know, it's going to last you a little bit because it's got a, a good balance. Mm-hmm good balance of protein and carbs um for me yeah the mcdouble is always part of my order at mcdonald's every single time either that or the double cheeseburger there's just they're so good i just want like because i don't feel like paying like six dollars for a quarter pounder with cheese i feel like i can get the same value for two dollars 39 cents for mcdouble you know yeah i mean that yeah, it's i don't know, i like that the sesame seed bun is not really not really no. worth the extra three dollars. <laughs> no, though I do want to say I did have a little Mac the other day. Oh yeah? Um yeah, and I thought it was really good. I was really happy with it. Now I've had a Big Mac without the middle bun before, which is always nice to have too. Um, but the little Mac is just a single burger with um with that. It's it was great. Honestly, it's it was Perfect. I would much rather get a Little Mac than a Big Mac, I think, almost every time. It's like the McDouble version of a Big Mac. So it really just has the one patty? Yeah, it's like... Yeah, the Little Mac just has the one patty, I think. Yeah, it's it's a tasty combination of flavors. I really do enjoy that. And their their special sauce, which is really just Thousand Island, obviously, yeah. is something with... It's got a little more pickle flavor, though. Like, mm-hmm. they put a little bit more relish into it. Um, but it's definitely like one of those that I've reverse engineered at home in an effort to, you know, save myself 
the money and the time of going to McDonald's a lot just for that sauce. <laughs> um, but the McDouble is again, and I think it just, again, it's a regional thing and also a franchisee thing, but I can't find a McDouble generally for less than like a buck 80. So the notion of it being a value menu item, like if that thing were a dollar, absolutely. I would be head over heels. Um, and I have to point out that our regional McDonald's are running like a spring um, sort of doorbuster thing that's a McDouble and a McChicken for $2. And that's the kind of value Ooh, menu yeah. that I can get behind, right? Like that that would get me as full as Taco Bell for that $2. So shout out to McDonald's. You know, they do have tasty items. But I've just found that like most of the franchise locations overcharge for what used to be pretty cheap stuff now. I struggle to find something that feels like it's a value menu item. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think I think it's look. I think it's definitely worth a dollar seventy nine. I, I think it's hard to argue that it's not, but it does seem offensive, you know, when we paid ninety nine yeah. cents for it for so many years. Right, and I think that's the problem too. Is that it used to be a dollar, and now that it's not anymore, like it, it is a little because you used to be able to get the McChicken and the McDouble for a dollar. Two McChickens, a McDouble, and a Coke. It was four dollars. It was perfect, you know. Like, and now you can't get that item out of there without like spending seven bucks, probably. So it's definitely not as much of a value as it used to. But I still, you know, they got me with a dollar and they hooked me. Now, I, now I'm paying two dollars for them. I'm happy to do it. I can't stop. <laughs> They've got you right where they want you. Yeah, it's exactly. It worked. <laughs> it's it worked. So. Um, my last item is a dessert item from Dairy Queen, and it is falls into the category of no longer exists. Mm, womp womp. And that is the Nerds Blizzard. Rip Nerds Blizzard. It's just a blizzard with a bunch of nerds in it. <laughs> it's so good. Now, you have to like nerds initially to uh, enjoy this item, but if you do, I highly suggest it. Um, so just go to Dairy Queen, order a plain blizzard. Just say, can I just get a blizzard? Just mix it in. Just nothing's there, though, and then put in your own nerds. And you will never be happier. It's so good. Um, I really enjoyed like the sweet tanginess you got of the nerds at the front, and then it fell into that kind of like more sugary you know sweet flavor rather than like soury tangy it was great but i don't know when they didn't exist anymore so i doubt you could get them in any dairy queen now which is too bad i've tried a number of different blizzards that over the years and i've never liked one more than i like the reese's peanut butter cup blizzard so like it's just yeah. one of those things you know we all have those experiences where we have a favorite mm-hmm. we decide we're going to be adventurous we're going to push ourselves a little bit we try something else and it's just not the same yeah i have had that experience with every single blizzard i have ever ordered from dairy queen that's not the reese's peanut butter cup blizzard yeah and i think my favorite is probably the i don't know i don't know I've liked so many different ones from there and they've like all like I used to like the Reese's peanut butter cup was my favorite and then it was Butterfingers and then it was Heath bar and then I don't know. I'm all over the place with those. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, uh, I, I I just can't, I can't see the nerds blizzard thing at all for me. (laughs) I would eat, I, I would eat and have eaten nerds by themselves, but the idea of something that hard and crunchy in soft ice cream is just something that is just feels like 
fingernails on a chalkboard even just thinking about <laughs> for no, me it's, it's yeah i get that because it's definitely one of those where you don't it's one of those items you if you're going to eat both of them like and actually chew the nerds you're not going to eat them together like you're going to wait until the ice cream's away and then finish the nerds and then take another bite so it's like a whole kind of process eating it too yeah and nerds are one of those candies that make me nervous about my dental status anyway mm-hmm. just because they're so hard and ice cream makes them even harder so you're basically chewing st- like yeah pebbles exactly at that point, like stone nope yeah, yeah absolutely <clears throat> um all right well those are the five mm-hmm. of all of ours two from max and five from adam and i how dare you the four for four is four <laughs> items you take that back right now the four for four is so good it took up four of the five slots in my top five does anybody have any uh Honorable mentions that they want to shout out real quick. You don't have to get too much into them. Just kind of a brief, like, would like to just, like, mention but not necessarily discuss. Well, I will say that I thought Max was copping out a little bit on the four four for four. But now that I realize that Coke Zero is one of the four items, I think it definitely deserves its uh, its place there. Yeah, it's just so many. It can be so many things. It's like its own little value menu that you get to take with you. And it, it, it you can mix and match and... Their, their version of the McDouble, you know, the, the double stack has so much beef in it that it's like when I'm getting that for $1 and a hefty amount, like the, the fries you get on that are like like almost a medium. It's not the tiny little like, you know, kids fry that you get for a dollar at McDonald's most places. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So I don't know. It's just it's great value. It's really great value. And I've never been disappointed by it. And that's that's rare to say. Like I've been to a lot of different locations. I've had it lots of different places, and it's consistent, which is what fast food should be, ideally, but isn't always. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I want to shout out Dairy Queen. Um, you mentioned them here at the end. Their food is actually really good. People yes. people do not take up for them enough. Their flamethrower burger is phenomenal. It is. Um, it's got a lot of flavor and a little spice without being too spicy. The blizzards are obviously phenomenal, and their chicken strips are. Dope, man. They've got some of the best fast food chicken strips I've ever had. Yeah, they're so, so good. I love the chicken strip basket. Yeah. And also Popeyes. I grew up eating Popeyes in Houston, Texas, and their fresh biscuits with like some honey on them are just manna from heaven. They're so good. Um, I do love the flamethrower, dude. It's so good. I used to mm-hmm. that, that was my order at uh, Taco Bell. Not Taco Bell. Jeez, Taco Dairy Bell. Queen. It permeates everything. You can't escape. <laughs> um, the Burger King Icy Float which is just an icy with um, milkshake um, kind of material inside of it. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. It's so good. The McChicken. I love the McChicken, especially uh, I eat, the spicy McChicken is my favorite as always, but the McChicken is also really, really good. And then um, Arctic Circle fry sauce. And that was more of a shout out to like a family thing as we used to just go to Arctic Circle, which is, I think they still have a few of them every once in a while, but it's just a fry sauce that we used to really like a lot. So we'd always go get to Arctic Circle at some point. Um, That was more of a Northwest uh, regional fast food place too. I love fry sauce. I've only had it really from one place, which is Freddy's. Ooh yeah, I've only been at Freddy's once too. Overall, very solid. They've got it's it's much like Culver's without the uh, without the home cooked dinner strange thing that Culver's mm-hmm. has going on, which I'm sure is wonderful. I I need to try it sometime. Like you know, pot roast. Um, I think they have fried chicken. 
And you mentioned another one earlier. I don't remember what it was. But they have great custard similar to Culver's and um, no cheese curds. Um, and they have fry sauce, which is their big differentiator. All right. Honorable mentions, Adam? Um, well, Max mentioned earlier, um, I, and I did actually have this written down. I'm not coming up with much off the top of my head. But the Burger King Whopper, this for overall. Oh, yeah. Overall good burger. It's a good. It is. It's a good burger. And I don't get that Whopper nearly enough as I should. And it hasn't really suffered from, uh, what's it called when items are getting smaller and smaller? It's not portion economy. It's something like that where companies are making their items like incrementally smaller and still charging the same price. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Anyway. That has not gotten any smaller. The Whopper is still a massive burger. It is. It's it's great. The Whopper is a great burger. I, I really like that one a lot. I think it is one of my favorite fast food burgers. Yeah. And my favorite, I just shout out to Burger King for their Mocha Joe. Their ice Mocha Joe is base. It, I mean, I think it's pretty much just chocolate milk. <laughs> but uh, it's, I can't, I can hardly ever taste the coffee in it. But I got it one time because, you know, I, I was on a road trip and there weren't any Starbucks for like 300 miles and I needed some caffeine. So I got one of those and it shocked me how good that was. Like that was a thing that, that was so good. I ordered it again on purpose, <laughs> which is rare to say for fast food coffee for me. Yeah. Normally fast food coffee is a pass. Yeah. Well, cool. Any last words on fast food in general you all want to add before we say goodbye to everybody? Never stop inventing. Yes, please. please. keep doing, giving us new novelty things. I love novelty. Is, is anyone eating fast food tonight? Because I think I'm, I may. I haven't decided Mm-mm. yet. It's, Too many leftovers. A, no, I am. Uh, I'm about 20 minutes from the nearest fast food restaurant now, so oh, yeah. I definitely have to plan my fast food eating, which is probably not a bad thing. No, yeah. but also no. the antithesis of fast food, right? Like fast food is the sort of thing where you're driving home and you're like, I just want it, <laughs> and you <laughs> you you make the split second decision and you don't have to think about it. And exactly. That, that's one of the aspects that's easy. So I'm sorry you lost out on mm-hmm. that, sir. It's a noble sacrifice. But on a more serious note, I think, you know, uh, you know, to circle back to where we started, you know, sitting here in three different time zones. um, It's great to be able to have a conversation. And there's not a lot of, you know, when you talk about food, you know, if we took the fast out of it and just talked about our top, you know, five favorite restaurant items, you know, the consistency that fast food offers allows us to be able to be on the same page and have a conversation like this. <clears throat> so I think that's pretty oh, cool. Cool. I love it. Um, keep eating all the fast food you can possible. Does anybody want to start with um, all of the places we can find you? Adam, do you want to go first? Do you want to share any of your uh, Instagram or social media things? Or there, you know, it's like sharing kind of a guilty pleasure you have with somebody sometimes. It's wonderful. Uh, Twitter is A D A M D M Adam D M. Um, that's really it for me. Cool. I don't. I don't awesome. really do the Thanks. Instagram. 
Uh, <laughs> the Instagram on the internets. A series of tubes. Um, <laughs> my name is Max Baron Reed. You can find me on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, and YouTube at that name. Um, hit me up any of those places. I'm always happy to hear from you. Yep. And I am Aaron, and you can find me at Damped Mango, D A M P 3D Mango, pretty much Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can. Uh, Email us at podcast at infinitepulp.com. This is the first time I got it right the first time, the whole time we've been doing it. So I'm very excited. But that's podcast at infinitepulp.com. And send us any kind of feedback, anything you want with the show, questions, um, topic ideas you want us to talk about, really anything you want to throw us our way. We'll take a look at it for you. But uh, Adam, thank you so much for joining us. It's been wonderful having you here and uh, let's have you back again sometime. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks so much. It's yeah, been, uh, thanks, been a lot of fun. Awesome. Let's do it again. And uh, we'll be back probably uh, next week. Everybody else stay safe and have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye. Bye-bye.